Hey, everybody. Welcome to Girls Gone Hallmark. I'm Megan. I'm Wendy. It's time for Countdown to Christmas. Welcome to the brand new home of Girls Gone Hallmark. If you've just found us, your engagement means the world to us because technically we're a brand new podcast in the eyes of the podcast powers that be. Even though all 90 of our previous episodes have been brought over, they're here, ready for you. But if you're brand new to us, we'd love for you to click that plus button, follow us. That's what they used to call subscribe for us old folks. And you can leave a review even if you have already left one on our previous long story short feed. We'd love your reviews here to give Girls Gone Hallmark a little bit of a boost. Question. Yeah. Was there really 90 previous episodes? Yeah. Oh my God. We've watched a lot of movies. We have. Wowza. What started as a teeny tiny bonus episode in 2020. And Here we look are. where we are now. Look at this. Wendy's excited I, about Christmas movies. I watched all four over the weekend. I can't believe it. <laughs> I'm really pumped too. Normally, I'm like, I watch the ones we're going to watch, and then I kind of feel like, don't creep on my TV watching Hallmark beyond that. Oh, it's hard to fit like in four additional things, like four two hours. I know it's not two hours, but two hour movies yeah. on top of your regular schedule. Yeah. I'm like, I got Love is Blind new episodes to watch, but I really wanted to sit down and watch a movie that we weren't even recording last I night. Know, so I know. And the other thing too, is that I've been in our uh, Girls Gone Hallmark Facebook group and it, people there are talking about like, well, how great this one was and right? how great this one. I was like, I gotta go watch that. that really hyped me up. I will say Wendy has an exciting announcement. Oh Yeah. We've relaunched our Girls Gone Hallmark Instagram. I noticed that you went in and archived all the old posts. I did because I was like, oh, I this has a new fresh home, so let's give Instagram a new fresh home. I like it. And I'm trying to do more stories over there and more interactive things and breaking news and maybe someday I'll put my face on yeah. this story, but it's <laughs> it's I'm usually like Doing this stuff like, you know, midday where I'm like, haven't taken a shower yet or some, you know. I do. Well, I want to say you're killing it over there. I love it. Every time I open up my Instagram and see that little blue circle around our Girls Gone Hallmark and there's new content over there. And she announced something new and exciting coming in December in our Facebook group. I was like, that's brand new information. I know. I'm excited. I'll tell you guys here. I want you everybody to follow us over there because it's only happening on Instagram. We're going to do like a bracket tournament situation with all of the 2022 movies. So as soon as they end, December 19th, we're going to launch it. You know, I've been, my week's a little off. I'm just busy this week. And when you announced the date, I was like, that's a, oh, how did she come up with that? Now I understand. The <laughs> movies the, will be over. The They're, movies in that the, I got it. the weekend right before. And I, I think got you. I was, I've been racking my brain trying to figure this out. I think what we're, we'll do is like a blind draw of all the movies. And then that's how we'll fill mm. in. Like, and, and then and then we'll do it in the stories where like people have to pick like one yeah, yeah. or the other. Yeah, and yeah, we'll yeah. just whittle it down to like, what was the best I'm pumped. Movie? I'm excited about it. Um, as we mentioned, we do have a Girls Gone Hallmark Facebook group. It is called Girls Gone Hallmark. You can find it in Facebook by searching. Or Wendy always leaves a note in our show notes along with everywhere else you can find us throughout the internet. We would love to have you join our group. It is a fun group. And now that the Super Bowl of Hallmark has begun, it's really getting going in there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's do a little Hallmark Channel news and notes. Okay. Wendy and I had some serious FOMO this past week. Totally. Because Hallmark did something really great. I'm actually really happy for them. They 
screened one of the Countdown to Christmas movies, A Christmas Spectacular, at Radio City Music Hall and had this beautiful premiere event. So many of the Hallmark stars were there in New York at Radio City, Rockefeller Center. I just, I would have loved to be there. Not that there's any world in which we could have been there. I would have just loved to be there. It would have just been fun. I think I saw some like people from the podcast world they're covering it or they it might just be like fan accounts i don't know but they weren't like they don't work for hallmark right so i'm like please do this again next year i would love it if we could somehow get on somebody's radar because i want to go cover it look i'm going to be really honest with the listeners of girls on hallmark here Girls Gone hallmark started as a bonus episode we never considered ourselves a hallmark podcast Uh But then we got to the point where we had created 90 episodes. We have been doing this. We're committed to doing it. So we made it its own thing. We want to be a Hallmark podcast. We want you to think of us when you think of Hallmark podcasts. And so that's why your engagement means so much to us. That's why we love it when you hop into our Facebook group and when you share us with your friends. We're coming for you. Yeah, that was a beautiful event. Like they were on that like city bus thing and like mm-hmm. the double everybody decker was dressed up I and i saw and i think you laughed at me but paul campbell in a tuxedo was I a real wowie zowie for i me. wasn't laughing i was enjoying the moment i, I thought i gave some fire emojis to that oh, post maybe you did. yeah no i would not laugh i think Paul Campbell is definitely a wowie zowie. And I think, look, Hallmark works really hard. There's a lot of jokes about, you know, Hallmark movies. We Mm -hmm. have a Hallmark movie bingo, specifically because there is some predictability involved in these movies. But we don't do these because the movies aren't enjoyable. There's a lot of hard work that goes into these movies. And I think that was a really nice moment for them to be celebrated in such a fun way. Yeah, totally. Um, One last bit of Hallmark channel news and notes. We have a new exclusive signing with the Hallmark Channel, and that is Aaron Cahill. Why do you think that came so late? Oh, who I have couldn't begin to speculate. I thought maybe you could. Late in terms of what? I just feel like there was a slew of them at like mm. in the summertime. So I thought, oh, they're gonna they're trying to like lock these people down for Christmas. Right. Is she in any Christmas movies this year? I, I- can't recall offhand right now i would imagine they're just constantly signing these on a rolling basis so i'm happy for it me too what's our synopsis for we wish you a married christmas are you ready Mm. Uh, a couple goes to a quiet town to reconnect at christmas on the advice of their marriage coach starring marisol nichols and christopher paloha Palaha. Dang, I try every time. I've had so much anxiety over the last, like, several days. Say it for me again. Palaha. Palaha. But it's P-O-L-A-H-A. Yeah. Palaha. I thought that's what I said. You said Paloha. Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to have to write a hooked on phonics note right here on my computer. I'm just going to call him Chris from here on out. Let's do it. Okay. This movie was filmed in Manitoba, primarily in Winnipeg. Gotta tell you, my Canadian geography, not great. <laughs> Mine either, to be honest. I'm all, wow, that's somewhere that's not Vancouver. Yeah. Our two stars, of course, we have Marisol Nichols, who I think is best known as Hermione Lodge from Riverdale. Um, I just learned that while doing the research for this. We mentioned it in our uh, 
preview episode. So once again, you don't listen to me. (laughs) You guys, you have to listen to our main podcast, Long Story Short with Megan and Wendy, if you want to hear our ongoing bickering about how Wendy doesn't listen to Megan. Uh, I really liked her. Did you? Oh, yeah. We'll get to it. I enjoyed her, too. Um, You know, this is not our first Christopher Palaha movie, but this is the first time I realized he had roles in both Wonder Woman 1984 and Jurassic World Dominion. I know. You saw both those movies, I'm sure. I did. Wonder Woman 1984 was not a good movie. And if Jurassic World Dominion is the most recent Jurassic World, also not a good movie. (laughs) But Christopher Palaha does not bear the weight of those movies on his shoulders. No. This movie was originally titled A Christmas Disconnect. I like that. I like the other one, too. I like both. Christopher Palaha also has a recent book release. Oh, I saw it. Uh, It's called Where the Sun Rises. It is the second in a From Kona with Love series that he co-authors. You can get it on Amazon. I know. I'll leave a link on our show notes Mm -hmm. if you guys want to buy it. I wonder Mm -hmm. if it's on Audible. Oh, would it be great if he read Mm. the male part, if there's a male part in this movie? Mm. So on Heavy.com, I read this. It was really, I thought it was really funny. Um, Susie Keck, the owner of Crazy Ladies Cafeteria in Manitoba, Canada, reported that production created a beautiful set, including huge ornaments, a Christmas market, and fake snow. I had put on our Instagram, I was like, I need to go to a Christmas market this year. I want to go to a Christmas market. Uh, yeah, we might, we might have something happening. Yes, but don't you wish there was one in our local city? Oh, sure. I feel like everybody could do one. Like, why don't they do them? I mean, I think they, yeah, I think they there are. Where? I don't know. Find me one. I want to go to one. I want to walk around with a hot chocolate or a hot cider and Mm -hmm. look at gifts that I could buy people. Mm -hmm. I don't, don't you want to do that? Yeah, you know, I do. I think like it happens, like our church will do one. Uh It happens, uh you know, stuff like that. I don't care. I still want to go to one. Okay. I wish I could like organize one. I don't know why. I think it would be so great. It could be like a fundraiser, like at a church or a school or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're looking at me like I'm crazy. I'm not. I love a holiday market. (laughs) There used to be one run by like the Junior League Mm. over at the fairgrounds. I went to that a couple years ago. Yeah. It was during the day, though. It wasn't like, yeah, 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 I want yeah, a nighttime yeah. experience. Well, and it was also like inside, like yeah. in the fair. It's not like an outside with lights and right. fake snow falling around you. Right. I hear you. I hear you. It could be really cute. So Paul Ziller directs this movie. Mm-hmm. He is directing three Countdown to Christmas movies in 2022 alone, including Maple Valley Christmas, Inventing the Christmas Prince, mm-hmm. and of course, We Wish You a Married Christmas. He's also directed other Girls Gone Hallmark favorites like Beverly Hills Wedding and a movie that I enjoy that I don't believe Wendy has seen, Good Morning Christmas. Just set my friendly recorder for <laughs> Good Morning Christmas. It's I like think- a news. It's like a yeah, news. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. Allie Sweeney stars in that Someone one. mentioned it in our Facebook group, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go back and check that out. The director also did uh, Chris's movie last year, the 2021 A Dickens of a Holiday. Oh, yes, which it was not one of your favorite 2021 movies. Look, I remember not liking it. Right, I, I remember, remember that, too. I remember the one scene towards the end where he was in, like, a monologue situation. Yeah. And he was excellent. Now I'm thinking, do I want to go back and watch it? I might. Yeah. I can't remember, though, like, overall, like, the movie wasn't great, though. I liked it. I think I'm going to have to go back. I I feel like this year I'm watching with different eyes. I'm not watching yeah. with such a critical, like, 
naysayer, hater eyes. You know what I mean? You're not like, you got to win me over. You're meeting them halfway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I remember us being a team divided over a Dickens of a holiday yeah. last year. I really like that. So I would encourage you to watch it with fresh eyes. Okay. Especially, gosh, Chris Palaha is just such a wowie zowie. Oh my God, he's so freaking hot. And you know he has an 18-year-old son? I did not. Something about that. He's got a, three children, I think. But an 18-year-old son, I was like, he's a not the son. Chris is like a man. He's right. got like a family. Like, right. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. He's real good looking. And on his Instagram lately, he's got like a full beard. Mm, nice. Yeah. Stop objectifying. It was written by Nicole Baxter. She's got 16 writing credits, none of which I'm personally familiar with or that we've reviewed. Are you ready for first impressions? Yes. Go ahead. Enough already with the alpacas. <laughs> What is the freaking point? They were in the movie poster. It wasn't even like relevant to the story. <laughs> They're cute. I have a did you see that too later on about it. Oh, me too. My first impression is this is nothing like Schmigadoon. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yours would have been a better movie if it was more like Schmigadoon. No, no, I would have been too hijinksy. And I don't say that as a, it's not a knock. I just, was getting that feeling from the preview, and then that's not the movie it was. So I stand corrected. Okay. What did we like about We Wish You a Married Christmas? I kind of have a big list. So oh, I'm ready for it. Buckle up, folks. This was a romantic drama. Yeah. And I don't can't recall a romantic drama that we've had of recent. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, there's always some sort of like, Romantic. It's they're mostly romantic comedies, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. This was a drama, and I just applaud Hallmark for giving us some depth. Yeah, a hundred percent in that vein. I loved exploring this concept of this married couple. They use the line that they felt like they were alone together. Mm-hmm. They had been married for a long time. You and I have been both married for a long time. I'm not knocking either of our marriages, but the reality of marriage is that it it has its peaks and valleys. Right. And I know some people were like, oh, this felt like a downer. This, it did not feel like a downer to me at all. It felt very realistic and hopeful to me. Mm-hmm. But it didn't feel like they were glossing over the reality of a multiple year marriage and what that does to your relationship. Yeah. A total side note that I just thought about while we were talking here. Do we recall how long they had been married? <clears throat> I don't. Something in my mind tells me 13 years. It was in the teens, I okay. believe. And interesting, they didn't have any children and mm. was not even like mentioned yeah. at all, which is who cares? But um, well, and I like that they didn't have to make that qualifier. We didn't have children because mm-hmm. this this is just who we are. They yeah. got Jerry. Yeah. Oh, my God, that dog. And he was in the parade. I just thought that was – stop it. It is in my list of likes <laughs> when Chris Palaha screams, Jerry, during the parade. It is the highlight of the movie for me. I rewound it and watched it again. They're just total stage moms for their dog. We would totally do the same. Oh, my right? gosh. I loved that scene. And Jerry did not care. He was like, whatever, guys. Did he go star. like, that's my boy? <laughs> oh my God. It was so funny. And there was another scene too when they were talking about Jerry, and the lady goes, Oh, as in like Jerry Garcia. I think it was a lady. It might have been a dude. I can't remember. But the person says, like, oh, Jerry, like Garcia. And she goes, No, like Ben and. <laughs> and I was like, I 
had to rewind it because I was like, wait, what? What did she say? And then I got the joke. I yeah. thought it was quite funny. I just think Christopher Pla has such a great delivery in this movie. He has a real dry, mm-hmm. humorous delivery. There's a moment where they're at the Christmas market, I believe, where they're at a Christmas event and there's a silent auction or some sort of auction and they are gonna they're like let's go see what the hot ticket items are and he goes i know i'm dying to see what the hot ticket items are (laughs) but his delivery is so great well you know what is funny is um i was re-watching a scene in this movie because i was trying to get the names of the innkeepers which we'll talk about in a second vincent bryan yeah vincent bryan and it's um, – they're checking in. The couple mm-hmm. is checking in. What is their names in this? Their names are Becca and Robbie. Okay. So Becca and Robbie are checking in and it was the whole thing about the two rooms or something. And they were like ribbing each other about like snoring. Mm. Do you recall this? Mm-mm. So they had this like back and forth and I was like, oh, you should hear her snore. And he's like, well, only on my back or whatever. And it was it was really funny because it felt very relatable. But do you remember we just watched – a wedding of a lifetime. Yes. And they had the couple who were like the newscaster yes. and they were so nasty to each other. Yes. And it was the same kind of ribbing, but this was different. It was more of like what a real couple right. would, have, would talk to each other. It was kinder, not mean spirited. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Anyway. I, I appreciate that. Well, on that note, I love Chris Palaha and Marisol Nichols together. I think they were a great pairing. I would absolutely watch more of them. I love them both individually. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like one was carrying the weight of the other. And I thought their chemistry together was fantastic. Oh, so that's interesting. Like, I thought their chemistry was good, too. But it wasn't like, in my mind, a definition of, like, chemistry is, like, this hot passion, right? What I thought was great between them is there was tension mm-hmm. and it, good tension too. Mm-hmm. I just thought they played so well off, mm-hmm. off of each other. And some scenes were so incredibly heartbreaking mm-hmm. to me. I was like, this should be a real movie. And you know what I mean by a real mm-hmm. movie, guys? Theatrical release. Yes. Yeah. I hear what you're saying about chemistry. And to me, I don't, in my mind, I don't equate it necessarily to like this hot, fiery passion. It's just how comfortable they are with each other, how real they seem together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think this movie had a need for a hot, fiery sort of passion. They were talking about this long time love. Yeah. Yeah. How about that scene with the therapist? Shout out Pascal Hutton. She was in. You had me at Aloha. You had me at Aloha. I mean, she's used to playing like a lead in these mo- in these right? movies, so it was weird. I thought, okay, does she have some sort of connection with like the director or the writer or whatever? But I couldn't find one, so I don't know. Maybe she just was in town and like she played the therapist. Sure, I don't know. I just thought the scene was so funny because they were fighting about the freaking microwave, and like that's what like couples fight about, right? <laughs> go, I mean, in my house, we fight about stupid absolutely. Stuff like that, so. I just enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Did you love Vincent Bryan? I did love Vincent Bryan. Claude Knowlton and Brian Sills. I thought they were great. Huh? And I shout out Cindy, the tow truck uh, mm. window fixer, too. Mm-hmm. Like, every time he asked her, he, she was like, one word. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really liked the getting ready montage. Him picking out a shirt. Her putting on makeup. Mm. I thought it was fun. Last for me is just, I just thought it had great writing, mm. great banter between all the characters. Mm-hmm. It was a good script. Mm-hmm. I didn't think it was a downer. I didn't either. I was like rooting for them. 
Exactly. I think something can be realistic without being depressing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is going to be a weird segment for me. What did you wish for? Less alpacas. And, okay, I just, like I said at the top, I don't understand why it was promoted so hard about these alpacas. Alpaca, your bag. I don't know. Whatever it said. I just, (laughs) I didn't understand. It was such a small portion of the movie. That's funny. I don't have an answer for you. They didn't bother me. They, I mean, they didn't bother, they didn't bother me. me. I thought either. it was silly when they were doing the like alpacas are sending you a message situation. Uh-huh. <laughs> you did, but me it too. didn't make me laugh when uh, Becca and Robbie go in to do their own little Becca and Robbie Graham to their families. Yeah. I think, and they were like trying to chase the alpaca's mouth with the camera. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I could have taken or left the alpacas. I just don't know. Like, there has to be some sort of animal in these movies. I know. You know what? I wanted to say. Jerry not on? Jerry should have been on the poster, not an alpaca. Right. Okay. I wanted to say one more thing about Jerry in my likes. I liked that they had a dog in the movie and that they didn't forget about the dog. The dog became this, Mm. like, through line. They're like, I'll get back and take care of Jerry. Or they showed them walking Jerry. It wasn't just like he was there as a prop. They followed it through in every scene. Like, Jerry wasn't just an afterthought. He wasn't, like, left in the hotel room for a week. Right. I I appreciate those kind of little details because then I'm like, where's Jerry? <laughs> Justice for Jerry. He should have been in the poster. Yeah, he should have been you. in the poster. I agree. Under wish, I got ten out of ten. No notes. Really? I, there's nothing to wish for. Well, that that's all I have is about the alpacas right? too. That's all I have. Did you see that? I just want to say this, and I'm not stealing your line. What? I think you can put a microwave in an island. Yeah, my microwave's in my I island. I know! My mom's microwave is in her <laughs> island. I think that's a pretty common thing. I couldn't understand what he was talking about. Like, because it made it sound like it was going to be on top of the island. And I did understand, like, yeah, that's in the way, but my microwave is in the island. Yeah. Okay. So I had to do a little internet research on my Did You See That? Okay. The alpacas, again, were... Freshly sheared. They were. And alpacas, according to the internet, are typically sheared once a year right before summer. Yes. Which definitely correlates because this movie was filmed in May and June. Yes. Anyway, I just, I thought it was funny. Yes. There's no alpaca continuity in this movie. No. <laughs> if you're looking for that, I IMDb actually also notes that as a goof in this movie that oh, the alpacas really? are freshly shorn, which happens in the spring. Oh, I swear I didn't steal that. I, I was like you. so proud of myself that I was like... That's interesting. Wouldn't they need their like fur or whatever it in is for Vermont? Yeah, in the winter time. Yeah, yeah. So uh, they did address this, but before they said it out loud, I was like, "Is is that a one float parade?" <laughs> and then, yep, it's a one float parade. And she goes, "Well, huh, maybe it's going to come back along." And the mechanic's like, "Nope." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> First of all, the hotel room that they checked in was one of the nicest hotel rooms I've ever seen for like a two bedroom, so big, it like right? an apartment. Uh huh. And then, and then they were like, when they're in the room, and they're like, really, two bedrooms? I'm assuming each room has a queen or king size bed. Yeah, sleep so in the same bed if you want to. Then they have twin beds in there. <laughs> <laughs> why couldn't they just Ozzy and Harry in one room together in the bed that was there? Right. But I gotta say. I don't mind a separate room sometimes because I snore and I don't want to hear crap about it the next day. So I like, everybody gets a better sleep. I like to be able to spread out. Here's a thought. Maybe they addressed it. I 
don't know, but their TV doesn't work. Yeah. Do we think that's intentional? Like on these therapist booked hotel rooms where they're like, cut their TV so that they're forced to interact with each other. Yeah, but didn't they watch that movie together? I think that maybe lends itself more to like, let's watch a movie together instead of let me turn on sports and you dissociate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I think it was probably intentional. I wonder if there was a line about that that was cut. Are you ready to rate? I am. I wish you a married Christmas. I am. Is it too soon for four stars? No. I gave it four stars. I gave it four and a half (gasps) stars. Nice. I thought it was a great solid start to the weekend. I know it was on Saturday night, but it was the first movie that we were going to review. Yes. So I I thought it was solid acting, solid script. Same. Looked great. I feel actual joy in my heart about this movie, about these movies. It is – I'm very excited for what's to come. Me too. We have a special bonus episode coming this week featuring Noelle next door because we just like these movies so much that we're giving you a bonus. So come back tomorrow for that. Again, follow this podcast. Leave us a review. Tell your friends. Join our Facebook group. Click into the show notes for all of the links to everywhere, all of the information you might not need. Thank you for listening. Happy watching. Goodbye.